This is Alma Wayne Myers, and you're listening to Epilepsy Hell to Epilepsy Well. Why not try something that works? Like, take care of yourself. Be responsible for yourself. Find solutions and answers, because most people don't have them, and they're going to just tell you whatever they want or expect. And if you're not checking them, you're going to... Be screwed over because that's how it works. People have outdated knowledge. They have old ideas or they don't have a full understanding of the situation. And that turns into hell, especially when you're trying to be well and move on in your life and do things. You know, it's a process of overcoming not just yourself, but the other people, places, and things that are in the way. And discussed, uh, you know, this whole process of making sure that you know where you want to be, know where you want to go, and then figure out how to get there. You know, it's a process. It's planning. It's projecting a, a pleasurable future. And, you know, often you just... The only thing you want out of pain, you just want out of the moment. You're just trying to be distracted and forget about whatever it is. <sighs> We're all guilty of that. We're human beings. I mean, uh, you're probably a human being if you're listening to this. I don't know. Um, maybe you're a dog or a cat. I do know animals do occasionally listen to, you know, other things going on. But there's probably a human being on the other end that put this on there so i'm gonna assume that you're a human being out there listening to another human being discuss the whole process of how difficult it is to trust other people (laughs) especially when they keep letting you down they put you down they attack you they frustrate you and they laugh they just make it worse And that's their game. You know, people say there's no such thing as evil people, just evil ideas. And, you know, I can't get behind that one. I still think that there are evil people that do good things, just like there are good people that do evil things. That, I mean, you've got the people that go chop people up into little pieces and go home and take care of their family real good and their community servants and whatever. You've got all kinds of people along the totem pole doing good, bad, somewhere between. And, you know, there's a lot of gray and a lot of colors and a lot of perspective, perceptions. You know, not all things are moral and not all moral, no, not all lawful things are good. So... You gotta find balance in the way that everything works. Not just be the whole, well, this works for me and this doesn't, so I'm gonna ignore it. But, you know, make changes instead of ignoring things. Because when you ignore them for too long, they just get worse. I'm hoping to not get worse. At least not in the process of getting better. I'm sure you can understand that. I mean, I don't know how many times you go through the process of picking yourself up off the floor throughout the day or just sleeping all day. Remember when I started out my whole process, it was a lot of sleeping, so much sleeping. 
and just the brain being crazy all the time and you know seizures while you're sleeping and more sleeping and oh man i was grateful for marijuana that was kind of mostly helping me not be miserable you know the food i was able to figure out how to get and eat and man i was on food stamps back then and you know, at least I turned into that after I lost my job and work and, you know, didn't have any money left. Um, I could probably be on food stamps right now, but I'm not. I figure, you know, I don't know. Maybe I should. I don't want to take anybody's money. I don't want to get stuck in the whole position of being comfortable. I don't want to be... I don't want a plan B that doesn't make me want to propel myself forward. So I try not to be too comfortable all the time. I try to think about what's going to propel me forward more. Hopefully not a bunch of anger. I don't want to be angry all the time just because it motivates me to change and do stuff because you get tired of being angry all the time. That's exhausting. It's a horrible way to live. Horrible, horrible, horrible being angry all the time. I'm sure you get me if you're pretty angry about anything going on, the way you're being treated, the way the whole world is crazy and upside down i mean it's so weird and you know think about things in perspective and it's like wow you know they vaccinated two million people today that's a lot of people i mean but at the same time well this is in the united states by the way so at the same time that's basically two santa barbara's and a few and then some because santa barbara's about 800 not quite 900,000 people you know, uh, Los Angeles downtown is like 3 million. That's not like the rest of the city. That's just downtown. And hell, it's probably even bigger than that now. That was like five years ago. So, whew, have not checked my stats in a while. Maybe I should. That's probably why I moved out because it's all big and a lot of people and traffic sucks. Imagine traffic sucks. It's really fun if you like traffic. And I'm not a huge fan of it, but that's why I did house calls, because most people don't like driving. I don't mind driving. Traffic's okay. It's just a car accidents and those people that don't care who else is there because their vehicle's bigger than yours and they're going to run you over and kill you because they don't see you because they don't care. Oh, my mom always scared me. I always thought she was going to run into a lot more people. She never really looked like she was... Um, paying nearly as much attention to what was going on as she should have been. But somehow, more often than not, we survived and didn't have accidents. So, whew. praise be whatever, you know? You know what I'm saying? Car accidents suck. I had one one time. I've had a few, actually. But this one time, it was right before I shot the video for Los Angeles Mobile Acupuncture. We were doing a promo video. And I was on my way over to have a discussion with one of the other guys I was trying to partner up with or figure out, like, how to work or whatever. I don't know. It's all, you know, I was all new to it. He was new to it. But I was on my way over to discuss some dynamics with him. And somebody, you know, winds up cutting around this corner real quick. And it looks like everything's stopped, but I'm going you know up this lane and my spot's open so this guy turns it looks like it's probably clear for him because everything else has stopped why would that lane be furry i don't know 
So he T-bones me, spins me around a bunch of times. I end up tearing a tendon, a ligament, and a muscle in my upper calf. Um, Yeah, that was a horrible process. Um, Horrible acupuncturist. Uh, I don't know. He was a nice guy. I liked him. But he knows how to treat, like, well, he knows how to treat, and when it gets down to an actual injury, he was kind of out of his league because he only liked to treat the stuff that was more like neuro responsive that you could just kind of do some uh, manipulations and reset the nervous system. I really love his techniques and his system, it works great at the right time and place. But all things are like that, you can't expect. To go around and hit everything with a hammer and then it's going to get better. It's like you can't always put a needle in something and expect it to get hurt. I mean, feel better. When I had that tear, you know, there was a bunch of... I, went to, I was at the clinic being a supervisor at the time too. And I was like, hey, look, who wants to treat my leg? And as a kind of educational experience, I was pulling out the x-rays and teaching some of the students about the whole process of what I was going through and like what it was and how I was treating it and tests that would be done and like I was using me as a great example to you know teach these other students that might not have a chance to see somebody else that had a recent energy and what to and not to do but one of these other instructors that were way way more advanced than me as far as years, um, wanted to put a needle right in where my tear was. I I told him I was going to have to punch him if he did that one because that, that wasn't going to happen. I wasn't going to let that one fly. That was definitely a bad, bad, bad idea to put a needle in a fresh tear wound. Uh, even if the skin's not torn deep inside you can feel all that doesn't feel good it's just inflamed and yeah that would have been that would have been some hell i mean i've had some needle hell a few times i had this other student think that uh he was needling me and i'm i have real high pain sensitive or pain tolerance so he's needling me in my hand and i'm telling him he's hitting a nerve and he's telling me he's not and i'm telling me he is and he's telling me he's not it's my hand, so I don't know how you can tell me he's not hitting a nerve if I'm telling him he is. But it's probably because I'm not screaming at him yet. But I do give him a heads up. If you don't stop, I'm going to punch you. That's about the time he stopped. I don't know what it is with people. They don't want to listen to me when I'm telling them I'm in pain because I'm not screaming. Because I'm really, really calm about it. Because I've been playing the pain game for a long time. So, you know, you work on yourself, you get used to it, or you just live with it. This is what a lot of people do. They live with pains for like 10 years, and they've got no solutions, and then they get acupuncture, and they feel a whole lot better. You know, as long as you find somebody who's paying attention to you, because as always, every industry, every service person you deal with, you're going to have a bunch of crappy people, you're going to have a bunch of okay people you're gonna have some good people and you're gonna have very few amazing people like myself and some of my other teachers and my fellow students man i went to some school i went to school with some amazing people i have 100 percent 
trust in their ability and skills, especially because of the school that we went to. You know, last I looked, I don't know with the whole COVID thing, but we were number one in the state of California, number two in the country as far as acupuncture schools. And we're doing really good with 100% success rate for our pass rate for the state boards, which is only offered twice a year. And if you haven't heard me mention it, when I took mine, this isn't me saying how smart I am. This is just me showing you how good I am once I learn something. So I actually was the first person out of the test for the first half, which was 100 questions. We had three hours and I was out in an hour. For this, I had to wait for everybody else to finish, and I had to wait for lunch to finish, and then I could go back and do the second half of another hundred questions. So I had a lot longer to wait. It wasn't really restful for me. I just, man, it would have been cool to just power through. But whatever, I had a big break. I didn't really study anything else. I was just like, I know it at this point, or I don't. My testing strategies are perfect. I've done a lot of schooling, a lot of training on how to take tests and testing strategies. Uh, because honestly, there's a huge difference about between taking tests and actually having knowledge. And I like to have both. And you know, t- being able to pass a test is way is important because you get licensed, and then you can use all that knowledge you've got in a much more efficient way. But if you can't figure out how to pass the test because your test challenge still and you haven't learned the, the, the patterns that you need in order to process your answers and questions and stuff, because all it really comes down to is knowing as much as you can and then playing a numbers game. <laughs> Uh, life is kind of like that. You gotta, it's like the whole vaccination thing. You're like, all right, it's hit or miss, or they're saying it's 90% effective for whatever. A lot of people have side effects. I don't know, whatever. I would, I'm waiting to find out what y'all do because personally, I'm okay without it. I'm still waiting to see what happens to the rest of everybody else because whatever. I take care of myself, so I don't really worry about something that's, you know, like that. I mean, there's so many people that get sick and don't even know it. They get sick, they test positive, whatever. Then there's other people that are like horrible flu, worse than flu, other than flu symptoms that, you know, I mean, getting sick sucks. I had meningitis. That's some brain inflammation right there, if you don't understand what that is. I had a viral or fungal brain infection. (laughs) Uh, And that's part of where I had my stroke and my seizures got a whole lot worse. So, I mean, they started out a little bit before that, not much, but I mean, I was having them, again, I was dating this chick and... Oh, her coping mechanisms weren't the best, and I was my communication mechanisms aren't the best, and so I put up with more than I should have, and you know, hopes that you know you always see the good in other people, and you you know just how amazing they are, and they could just you know get that one thing to kick in place, and man, things would be amazing. But that's kind of what happens is you're like on this little click click pattern here and you know somebody else comes along and they 
bam, just knock you off your beat and you forget how to get that rhythm going and it's all off and sometimes it's a little fast or slow or, you know, I mean, then like eventually you kind of remember, oh yeah, I was like, this is where I'm at, my little beat. I got to go my little turtle pace, turtle, 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 turtle pace. I mean, it's totally the way you... We got to go through life. I mean, you should definitely slow down. Enjoy yourself as best as you can, if you can. I mean, feel your feel. Suffer your suffer. Get through it. You know, it's the whole process of letting it go, letting it out, and not holding on to it so that you can feel better, so that you're not having seizures because you're stressed out because of all this stuff in your head or... You know, not being able to get your triggers figured out or the medications figured out. It's all frustrating and hard and rough and it takes time to recover. So give yourself some time. Be patient with yourself. Be patient with everybody else around you. Make sure you're documenting everything. I think I've said this before. Epsi app is a great way for you to document your seizures you can do medications and exercise and you know i put my meals down as medicine so it's like hey it's time to eat at this time but my body's gotten used to the way that i'm uh changed my schedule so it's a lot easier now because i've got a better routine that i've been able to establish for the most part you know i'm I'm still horrible at the not working at night part i just i like doing things i'm an active doer and i don't want to stop and stare at the tv or play video games i'm like well i'm still awake i might as well be productive but you know it's not always the best we do need a break give them the brain and the eyes a break from that screen is definitely one of the best things you can do for yourself i know because i've done years of you know, the on and off and trying to figure out what works and what doesn't, you know, finally finding, you know, on top of, you know, I have this Philips monitor that is a blue light filter monitor and it's high de- uh, 4K. You know, it's really cool. I've done a little video of it on uh, Instagram or something about how it changes screen sizes. So it goes from 27 all the way down to like 17 inches. So when I am having some problems, I can make it smaller and still kind of make it bigger at the same time, if that makes sense. You know, too much light to look at at one time is kind of hard, but sometimes I can make it a little larger than an iPad screen and it's okay, you know, and sometimes I can't look at it at all and it's time for a break. And... That's what I do is I go take a bake, except I'm addicted and I want to do things. And so I stupidly want to pick the phone up and start looking at social media because it's like, oh, well, I haven't checked on everybody. I hope everybody's okay. And then when I do that, it's gone. I'm just over. And then I can't get anything else done. So I've been trying to do a little break on the social media for this week. Posting like one thing a day, trying not get too caught up in all the nonsense. And, you know, I think all the nonsense is just me, myself, and I at this point. Um, Glenn passed out pretty early. I'm expecting him to wake up 
probably for a late dinner. I handed him dinner and he just went to sleep. And, yes, kind of awkward, but it is what it is. He's 98 years old, so his nonsense is his nonsense. I do whatever I can to just make that man happy because he's 98. Like, why would you not want somebody who has all these years of experiences that has been through so much pain and been in the process of trying just to find some pleasure at the end of his years? Why would you not try to help him find pleasure and ways out of pain? I mean, that's why I'm here. That's why I haven't gone and done so much more, you know, because I still spend my day... You know, taking breaks, checking on Glenn, wiping his butt, you know, helping his helping him change his underpants and you know, his bedding and stuff, making him food. I mean I made dinner tonight. It was good. Actually, let's see what did we make. I'll tell you real quick. Dinner I made some couscous. So there's my carbs. Couscous is yummy. You just add like a cup of water, hot water, boiling water to a cup of couscous, you let it sit for five minutes. And it's good. Add a little butter, margarine, some salt, pepper, garlic. Yeah, c'est très bien. Merci beaucoup. So, I do enjoy myself some food. Food's very good. So, we said we did couscous. And then I mixed in together some turkey. And I blended up some carrots. And we got a little kale and some red chard. Got some mushrooms. Uh, it's probably about what I remember in there. Also added some coriander, some turmeric, some salt, some pepper. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's probably about it. Nice and tasty. Added for oil wise, we added some avocado oil and add a little water to help moisten it because I like moist, kind of steamy food, not too boily. But you know, if you get a little bit of water, you got. You know, a little bit of sauce mixture at the bottom sometimes. So, and other times it's just, you know, it's all cooks out. But it depends on whether you measure what you're cooking with. Some of the leafy green stuff is a little different than some of the others. And, you know, if I just threw the couscous in there, it sucks up the moisture and the flavor very nicely as well. So, that was kind of the dinner that... Glenn and I had, and I'm sure when Ina gets home and, oh, another hour or whatever, if she eats, and she probably will, she'll probably have some of that too, because, you know, food is good, and it's a nice, healthy blend of everything that you need, high protein, a little bit of carbs, all the proper amount of vegetables to help flush out your digestion, because you need to have some fiber, it's a huge part of meals and that's one of the things that's excluded when you're trying to do an atkins diet or you know trying to do the keto excuse me when you're doing the keto the keto says you know carbs and that means no pooping so constipation leads to lots of health problems bad breath all kinds of malnourishment i'm telling you keto's okay for a little bit if you're trying to lose weight or you're trying to jump start your system and you're doing it the right way it works but realize that not everybody's the same and not everything works the same for everybody so if you're already in a high fat state and you're not processing your fats 
making it more high fat is not going to help. It's all about reducing the processed sugars, the processed foods, all the things that are already made for you and doing it yourself so it's fresh, not out of a can. You can do frozen sometimes if you want, but honestly, you want to get nice, fresh food. You want to make sure you're getting meat that's, you know, healthy, free range, organic, non, you know, caged, non or or non-antibiotic, non-growth hormone. You want to make sure you're getting the right foods, non-GMO'd vegetables. It's very important you know, to be trying to do the best that you can to reduce the amount of toxins that you're putting in your body on purpose or on accident. Even so, I read the ingredients on everything. There's so much stuff as soon as I read the ingredients, I'm like, man, that's a bummer. I really would have liked to have eaten that. But because I know what is in it and I know what it does, I realize that it quite literally is a toxic shitstorm. And I have no desire to destroy my nervous system, my digestion, or immune system, or anything else. Because that's what happens. These things are all affected at the same time. It's not like, oh, we stress the body out, but everything else is fine. No, you start stressing the body out, the body gets a little weaker. You stress it out more, it gets a little weaker. You have enough things that stress it out and you get sick. You have problems. And if you don't address things when you're sick and you have problems, they get worse. And if you keep running from them, they get worse. And next thing you know, you got so many problems, you don't know what to do. But all you know how to do is run away and cause more problems. Sounds like a sad, horrible life. I hope you don't ever get trapped in that one. You know, hope you find your way to overcome whatever the problems are going on in your day. Find some people around you that you can trust. Find some answers, not some more problems. Because trust me, we got enough problems. Life offers enough problems you don't need to invent more because that's really what it comes down to is the things in your head your anxiety your depression you know these things that we all go through are often these reimaginings of something that's not going on right now you know you're predicting the future and you know that's based off of what we expect from previous experiences or what we're afraid of. And honestly, when you get down to it, it's so much more pleasurable and so much less painful to embrace life and to not run from it, but to run with it. Because, you know, I have better days of the no seizures. I honestly don't think I've had one in a few days. I kind of lose track, but... I've been having a nice time on the monitor and the computer with everything I'm doing right now. I probably had a little bit of roughness here and there, but I have not picked myself up off of the floor in a, a while. And I have to say that's really nice, again, to be reaching a point. And I know everyone else can do it too. You know, when you address things, when you find the right tools, when you find a way to make your home safer and more sane... When you have healthy relationships with yourself, with the people around you, you know, when you've got great doctors, when you've got 
great friends and family where you're not expecting everybody else to do things for you. Even if it would make your life easier. You know, it's still making somebody else's life harder. So, really, we should all do our best to not expect anybody else to do anything for us. Because we have to, at some point, know that they're not always going to be there for us. And if we don't know how to do things, it's going to be a lot harder. Like, I still don't know how to order my contact lenses. And that would make it a lot easier, too, if I could see straight. But I got to get a hold of my doctor and my phone got turned off and I'm behind on other stuff and trying to, you know, things always get thrown to the side. So it's holiday time, a little harder to be expecting them to want to hang out for the new year. But next year, by golly, maybe I'll even be able to get this hernia fixed because I'm going on two years of this thing. And just wear a hernia belt, like, 24-7. I do take it off here and there. I could do, like, digest it, and, you know, um, I don't take a bath with it on. Um, you know, it is what it is. We take care of ourselves as best as we can, since the doctors didn't want to let me have a surgery because I'm epileptic and uncontrolled, drug-resistant. It's scary. Everybody's scared. Uh, they said I got to go to the hospital, but of course COVID started and, you know, hospitals are like, sorry, we don't want nobody around right now because you're not worth the money. We're just trying to kill off old people that will give us 40,000. Oh, crap. I'm not supposed to be talking about this thing again in my CDC stuff. You guys should look into things. Um, I don't make these things up. There's all research. I've all listened to the CDC director talk about this. I think you guys should check C-SPAN. It was on C-SPAN, if you guys are curious. That was a while ago. But, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Research, research, research. Research yourself. Research the news. Research theories. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I like to study things. I'm a conspiracy analyst. I analyze the process of everything that's going on and try to rationalize, theorize, quantumize quantify you know it's the whole thing like what's going on with this crazy mad mad world because it definitely is an interesting time to live in and hopefully we're all able to find happier days very soon i don't expect anything to change as you know the presidency stuff changes i expect there to be the same media drama same pandemic, the same, you know, Muslimism of everybody having to wear a mask. Congratulations. You have been converted to a third religion or something. I mean, uh, just like that overnight, everybody falls on their knees and puts on a mask and begs and screams for everybody else to do it too because they think it actually solves a problem because... They haven't done their own research. So the research says, wear an M98 mask and you will be safe. But if you wear that other crap, the cloth, whatever, it doesn't do any good. It's just masturbation. You're making yourself feel good, but it's not really helping. So wear an M98. Protect yourself if you're wearing a mask. If you don't want COVID, because, dude, seriously, if you get low immune system, you don't want COVID. That's crappy. 
I've talked to plenty of people that have dealt with it. Unfortunately, I haven't talked to anybody dead that has dealt with it. That would be creepy. I don't know. Tell you that story some other time. So I think it's time to check out you guys and check into whatever it is. It's making your day better and happier, healthier, wealthier, and wise. So find yourself something fun to do. I mean, why not? What else is there to do in life? But enjoy the hell out of yourself, right? Well, talk to you soon. Love you all. Take care.